Hey, welcome to You Had Me at Black. I'm Martina Abrahams Alunga. Our donation platform is now live at youhadmeatblack.com slash 100. That means you can support the future of Black storytelling by making a contribution to our show. Almost 15,000 people listen each week. And our goal is just for 100 of them to contribute $10 each. So head to youhadmeatblack.com slash 100 to learn more and support. All right, let's get into this week's story. This next story comes from Alicia. One day, she bags a dude at the local chicken spot and against her better judgment, decides to go on the date. Here's what happened. You're listening to You Had Me at Black. Black. Right in the heart of the city. Black. Man, listen, man. Black, black. This is You Had Me at Black, and we live, baby. At this time in my life, I'm going through different emotional changes and finding out who I am as a recent graduate from college and a young adult. And so I'm a young Black woman, I'm a creative, I'm a writer, and I'm trying to make sense of the culture shock that I'm currently living in in Kentucky. Coming from up north when it's progressive, it's completely different, and I'm super green to what Kentucky is and this new community where I found myself. And I'm super poor and overwhelmed by the amount of work that I have back in my dorm room on campus and a bit bored with reading. And I also missed my dating life that I had up north and the convenience of meeting decent men and so on this particular day after studying I decided to go check out a chicken spot that some of my associates at church were talking about and so I pulled up to Indy's shocked that this spot was just a step below crown fried chicken but I go ahead inside and I decide to order some food it's about 6 p.m. and there are people waiting in line before me and so I go ahead and order and I can feel this guy staring me down on the left hand side he had already ordered and looked like he was about to leave but he did that whole let me make a conversation with someone before I walk out like really slow walking and you know that thing that guys do when they want to talk to you so he waited for me to order I finished my order and when I got outside he started talking as he was walking towards me in my head I hear my intuition saying keep walking but hey I can use some conversation with the male a good meal so why not talk to him and see if I could enjoy a dinner date so the gentleman he's on the heftier side think fake Rick Ross he has a long white tee gold chain not to be discriminatory but I kind of like guys in suits with polished shoes and I just wasn't feeling his approach at that moment and he starts small talking me he asked me my name and he asked me if I had weekend plans. I tell him no. And then he proceeds to ask me for my number. I decline because I don't want him to have my number if I don't like him. But I tell him that I'll take his. He writes it on a scrap piece of paper and I toss it in the ashtray of my 98 Pontiac and I punch it back on campus. A week goes by and I'm listening to Jesus, I'm studying my word, and I'm living my life as a new grad student. On this day, loneliness and rejection strikes again. I'm used to receiving attention, but this day my phone was like super dry and I just wanted to get out and 
have some communication with some real people. So I call fake Rick Ross and he's like, yo, shorty, what's up? And so me rolls eyes and responds, hey, how are you? He says, let's meet at Applebee's around 9 p.m. So immediately I'm annoyed, but I say, sure, that's fine. I'm thinking he's not trying to impress me because it's a Thursday evening and this date would be cheap for him with the half off appetizers. I'm aware that this isn't an individual that I would like to see a future with, but hey, I'm broke and I want to have a good meal and enjoy some conversation. So I decide that I'm going to entertain him. I didn't think too deep about it. So we walk into the Applebee's and fake Rick Ross has on a black sweatsuit. He looks cute. He looks presentable. And I'm dressed cute. It's no real romantic vibe going on with us, but it's kind of just like a homie that I went out with. I'm relaxed and I'm open-minded, just really looking to have a good time and go back and keep studying. And so he leads me inside and then tells me, hey, shorty, I'll be right back. I got to go to the restroom. So while he's in the bathroom, I'm thinking like, this could potentially be a hell day. I want to get back to my dorm room and finish doing my work. I'm thinking like, was this a waste of time? I'm thinking, why does he have to use the bathroom? Didn't he just leave home? Isn't that a bit childish? Now, I begin to feel like something is up. He comes back and the hostess starts walking us to our seat. At this point, I'm super annoyed, but I bring my emotions down. I let Rick Ross walk ahead of me. And he begins to walk really slowly. And we finally make it to our seats. And a split second after that, there's a woman behind him yelling. She's like, so this is what we're doing? This is what the F we're doing? I automatically put together that he's cheating on her and lied about where he was. By now, the crazy girlfriend is standing over me while I'm seated and she's flailing her arms and cussing me out. She points at me and looks at fake Rick Ross like, so you're with this Mexican B? So just think about Cardi B and the Nicki Minaj fight at Fashion Week. She's Cardi, I'm Nicki in the corner silent. Everything was happening so quickly. I couldn't really find the words. I was so shocked and I'm thinking, Lord, please don't let this lady hit me. I don't want to resurrect my fighter. Then I hear, wow. She slaps his glasses off his face and proceeds to slap him out the door of this neighborhood Applebee's. I'm completely mortified and mad. And I can hear God in my head like, I told you not to call. So I move my seat and I eat the triple chocolate meltdown at the bar. I just can't get past that I told you so moment. I'm so pissed off that I didn't listen to my intuition that told me not once, but twice. Like I remember hearing that voice when I was at Indy's Chicken, when I was throwing his number in the ashtray. Fast forward to me going to the date. And now I'm here looking stupid at this bar. I was super embarrassed. I don't know anybody in the city, so I'm internally embarrassed, but I'm not that embarrassed not to have some dessert. So after the date, I'm disappointed in myself for entertaining this kind of guy with this type of drama in his life. And so fake Rick Ross reaches out to me days after 
texting that he was so sorry and that the girl broke his phone that night. Mind you, I have zero sympathy for this dude. And so I ignore his attempt to waste my time again. I have nothing to say. From this experience, I deal with boredom and loneliness in different ways. I am busy with my career and I entertain myself with people that actually care about me and people that I feel safe around. And I have various hobbies in my life. I'm starting to discover that I love to work out. I love to cook and I like working on my personal goals. And that has put a limitation on that idle mind. I got to see that Kentucky wasn't just a place where I had a hell date, but it was a place that I actually grew and matured as a woman, the way I felt about myself and the way that I approached dating. I definitely approach relationships and dating in a different way because I'm not just dating to have fun at this point in my life. I do want to get to know somebody, not only to have fun, but to find a life partner. So I'm more selective with who I allow in my space with who I give my time and my energy to, with who I even give my number to. Um, I kind of think it's a privilege. So I'm definitely more selective and more self-aware with who I want to be around or who I want to even share dinner with. I'm telling this story because too many of us women ignore our better judgment when it comes to dating or while in relationships. And I want us to start thinking about enjoying the season that we're in with or without the affection or attention of another person. Everyone shouldn't get the privilege of being in our presence. And if we're true to ourselves and and we keep our standards, we won't entertain less than that. And now I'm not so naive with who I choose to date. And I'm not knocking casual dating, but for the marriage-minded woman, there's really no point in wasting time with men who don't fit the description of your future husband. And so... Shout out to Rick Ross. It was a crazy experience, but I'm just not into fulfilling immediate needs in my life at the expense of my dignity. And I don't want anybody to sell themselves short, no matter where you are. Free meals and entertainment, they're not worth your safety or your peace of mind. Thanks for listening. To learn more about our team, head to youhadmeatblack.com slash about us. Peace.